Welcome to Producer Power Hour Radio, giving you the tools and ideas to discover your soul purpose. Discover yourself as Garrett Gunderson and Garrett White take you on a journey through the financial, spiritual, mental, physical, and social realms. Your life is now. Your life is now. Your life is now. Your life is now. In this undiscovered moment, lift your head up above the crowd. Welcome to the Producer Power Hour. It is Thursday morning. It is live. Coming at you on Pioneer Day here in Utah. People are out the rodeos today, out on the Kona or the Berda 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 wagons, and are having a fantastic time at the parades and all the rest of it. But today we are committed to powerful transformation and possibility, like we are every day here on the Producer Power Hour radio show. Today we've got a great show for you. Those that missed yesterday's show, that's a shame because there were some huge opportunities and possibilities to learn a bit from uh, the author, Cameron Taylor, and the book, Does Your Bag Have Holes? And I uh, had an amazing opportunity with him on the radio yesterday. Great information about some of the principles of prosperity and possibility through what he calls the 21 Spiritual and Financial Laws uh, to Success. He is also, again, for those who were reminded, he'll be there on Friday at the University Mall doing a book signing at Barnes or at uh, Desert Bookstore. Up at uh, in Provo, Utah. So if you're up in that area, you turned into yesterday's show and it was something that was enjoyable, you're more than welcome to head down there and be part of that. So let's head into the action. Today I do not have myself running solo. I do not have Alex Pearson. I do not have Cameron Taylor. I do not have Garrett Gunnerson. I do not have Neil Bryce. I do not have Ryan Bradshaw. I do not have my wife. Here's a go. Host with me today on today's show, I have the man, the meth, the legend, the doctor of prosperity, a man who needs no introduction, and yet that's what I've been doing for the past one minute, <laughs> Mr. Patrick Dono. Patrick, how are you today, buddy? Good, Garrett. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'll tell you what, you know, those who, who may have heard us before in the past, uh, this was the doctor of the revolution for we, what we call the producer revolution. And uh, Patrick was a co-host with me every single week. We called him the doctor. We had a great time. So being in front of a mic is not new for you. Would you agree? No. I'm having some flashbacks, though. (laughs) We're having some flashbacks. Butterflies in the stomach. (laughs) That's good. That's good because it's Pioneer Day and nobody's listening today anyway. (laughs) So it's just you and me having a good time. But for all our podcasters out there, and for those traveling today, we're excited to have you with you. Let me give you a lineup here, what we're going to go into. This first hour, we're going to head into a topic. We're going to flip conversation. We know we normally go the spiritual, sole purpose route of conversation, hour one. And then we head into financial principles, strategies, tools, techniques, etc. in hour two. But for today, we're going to do a little flippy, flipperoo. Second hour, we're going to have Gavin Ashton and Tony Davis. We'll be your host for the second hour of the show today. They're going to be taking us deep into the physical-spiritual connection and how our bodies are a key play out with our spirits and standing in soul power, soul purpose, and how this actually allows us to create financial wealth. First hour, though, we're going to dive straight into this conversation of banking. Now, I'm going to give us a 30-second intro. Again, we talk about wealth as a combination of five specific tracks. We start at the core of spirituality, then we move to the physical, the mental, the social, and ultimately the financial. We can't operate in a world of wealth with the limits within any of these five areas. Trust me. Have great money, 
Have a crappy marriage. It's just not the same. Have a great marriage. Have no money. I'm going to question whether or not you, you stand in a true, powerfully great marriage because money is a stress is kind of a big obstacle there. So we can see the connect and effect through it. But Patrick and I have been business partners. We've been friends. We've been employees together. We've had great times together over the years and specifically working in the area of banking. But over the last couple of years, we noticed that the principle of banking was something that didn't just begin and end amidst the conversation of real estate, land, mortgages, and banks. But that there were principles in banking that were uniform across the board. But most importantly, and last week Garrett and I talked about life insurance for an entire two hours. We went into it. And Garrett led the context for the idea of whole life. Today, hold on to the your put your seatbelt on. I'm not kidding. You should be driving with your seatbelt on anyways. Put your seatbelt on. Hold on to your chair. Because we're about to go through a little bit of Patrick's story on how he got to a place of becoming so passionate about this conversation of being the bank or standing in banking principles, not just amidst your real estate and your mortgages, but how you this actually transferred to the conversation of what Garrett and I had ended our conversation on last week, which was permanent dividend-paying whole life insurance. So with that being said, Patrick, let's give those, because we do have a different listenership now than we had in the past, let's give them a little up to speed of, of Patrick, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you on the spot here with a pretty, pretty <gasps> fun question. It's a question I like to give everyone. Neil knows this. I do this with our guests. and You'll be totally prepared for this. If I was to ask you, who is Patrick Donahoe? You would respond, I am... I am what? Patrick Don- I am John Galt. This is I John am- Galt speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I am the man who loves his life. Good. I like it. Take us on a journey. I mean, what are we discussing here? You're not 60 years old. No. You don't have you know Halfway seven there. grandchildren, et cetera. I mean, you're 30. <laughs> yeah. You've been in the game. You're a young guy. Mm-hmm. You've had tremendous success in banking. I mean, take us along a little bit, and, and then we'll head straight into this conversation. We'll go, we'll go into your original question. I mean, who? I, mean, I think that I've been you know blessed with certain things and certain passions, and I've I've kind of I've followed them. And uh, you know, one of the main things when I was in school was was math. I loved math, especially when it came to money. I loved to see how money worked. And you know that carried over into college. I got a degree in economics, and then it carried on to you know what you taught me when we when we first met. I was in the mortgage industry before. Uh, then you taught you know you taught us a whole other gamut of stuff that you can do with mortgages, real estate, and investments. And I, and I kind of uh, I ran with that, and I've been running with it for what three three and a half years now, yeah, almost four years. Now. And you know most of uh, the listener base right now understands what's going on in the credit markets, and so the mortgage industry kind of uh, you know tanked, the bottom fell out. And you know it put us as a company in a position to say, okay, what are what are we going to do? And I knew that you know money rules. Money is one of the rulers of the world, right? If you really think about it. Now most people don't like money because of that, but yet they need it, they want it, and they'll do anything for it. That's the you know that, there's the oxymoron. Um, you know, but getting into Atlas Shrugged and getting into you know the uh, Francisco Danconia speech when he talks about money, money is a medium of exchange. And men who produce are the ones that you know have the ability to exchange. People that don't produce can't exchange anything. And so money is the medium by which we exchange value. And so I started to recognize that, and it was really fascinating to me. And I uh, got into some investments, saw how money worked, looked into banking, and then behind the scenes of banking, you know, beneath the water uh, of banking is you know a, t- a whole different world. And this is not really a world that uh, that people are exposed to. Uh, but yet I was fascinated with it, and I wanted to learn more and more and more and more. And thank goodness for the internet, right? You can find anything on anything. 
<laughs> right. So I, I started to look at what banks did, how they invested, where they invested, what they did with their money, why they did what they did. Why did they teach consumers or investors to do what they do? And you know, I, I don't think I have all the answers yet. Um, but I've been able to put a lot of different pieces of the puzzle together. And I think that you know what banks do on a global scale can be replicated on a smaller scale. Now, it takes a lot of thinking outside the box. You, know, you look at who we are today and you know, basically what we do, how we talk, how we wear our hair, how we dress is all influenced by other people. I mean, think about how we talk today and what people would have thought of us 200 years ago. They, you know, you can't understand them. Go back and read, you know, some of the founding fathers' letters. You have no clue what they're saying. So just as our language has evolved, our dress has evolved, our hair has evolved, and our ideas when it comes to money has evolved. Today, there is this dogma of financial planning, and it's not based on logic. It's just based on what's commonality. And I think that, you know, if you look at the real culprits behind how that paradigm or how that dogma has come to be, the core is banking. They're the ones that influence that. Not because of their desire to help humankind or mankind, but it's their desire to be profitable, which I have nothing, nothing against that. But once you look at what they do and, what you look at, and once you look at what normal people do, there is a disconnect. There is an imbalance, and it's pretty profound. But there's a lot of products out there that people are very negative against, which banks use. And they use it totally different than how we're taught to use it. And the way in which we're taught how to use it is typically what creates the negativity behind the product. And so, I don't know, but what, what I've been doing lately, I've evolved into a position I'm continuing to evolve. And I'm trying to teach people and educate people so they understand these banking principles and are able to apply them in their personal finances. Wow! Now, if you were even questioning for a second as to whether or not there was any passion, excitement, energy, or purpose behind that conversation, I'll tell you what. Slap yourself twice with your right hand across your forehead and then pull your left ear really hard because you just weren't listening. The reality is is exactly what Patrick, we've been talking about these same principles. We're just going to head into a conversation with some really powerful tools, the same principles. There are two games always going on in the game of money. There's the game of limits. There's the game of no limits. The game of no limits is played by the most profitable institutions and the most profitable investors playing the rules of that game and has been from the beginning of time. The problem is, is that for the masses and for those even at the top, it's easier to stand at the bank of a stream and throw bread to the fish as they swim downstream than it is to stand amidst the mediocre, mediocre path of those and the decisions you're making financially and to stand and call out as one from the wilderness saying, turn and go back. This way does not lead to anything but your destruction. Let's stop, let's stop thinking in traditional box. Let's go a different way. And so we're saying that there's two sets of rules that are being played. There's a set of rules that are being taught to the public, and there's a set of rules that the banks are playing by. The banking rules create a totally different game. And so when people first begin to hear about this game or this other game, they see it through the lens and through the filters of the current game they've been playing. So, Pat, why don't we jump into it as we've got about you know, a minute or so. Why don't we hit on some of the core principles as we head into this first break, and then this will kind of sets more context sure. to us as we end up the show in the first hour on this idea of life insurance. Mm-hmm. But, but what are some of the core principles we need to understand as we head into the break? I think the first core principle of a bank is arbitrage. <clears throat> arbitrage obviously is borrowing at one rate and lending at another rate, collecting the spread. Uh, you have Perfect. compounding, 
you have uh, velocity, and you have leverage. I think those are kind of the four main core uh, banking principles. Okay, so we've got leverage, we've got arbitrage, we've got compounding, we've got velocity. Bingo. So these are the big four principles. Now, when we come back from our break, we're going to have Patrick expand each one of these principles real quick for us and give us a little more idea around what it means to leverage, what it means to really compound, what it means to, again, create arbitrage and to create velocity amidst our money conversations. And then as we expand that, guys, I'm telling you, where we're about to head by the end of today's show is absolutely going to blow your mind. So I'm not joking about the seatbelt deal. Put them on. Get ready. I, I, I hope you have good insurance on your car and your automobile and your disability and your umbrella policies because it's going to blow you away some of the things we're going to talk about here when we come back. So stick with us. This is the Power Hour. you got Garrett White without Garrett Gunderson, but a man who can definitely stand in those shoes, Mr. Patrick H. Donahoe, the doctor of the revolution. We're going to call it the banking revolution. Stick with us. We'll be right back. Did you ever read about a frog who dreamed of being a king? And then became one Well except for the names And a few other changes If you talk about me The story is the same one But I got an emptiness deep AM 630 KTKK Come join the Samoan Celebration July 21st through the 26th at Wheeler Farm in Murray, 6351 South, 900 East, from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. And on July 26th, the Miss Samoa USA pageant will be at Salt Lake Community College, 1500 South and State Street, 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Don't miss out on the fun. Come and enjoy the Samoan Celebration July 20th through July 26th. Hi, I'm Carl, owner of the Mattress Warehouse. Want to improve your marriage, better your business, and change your life? Could a mattress do all that? There's nothing that can ruin a perfectly great day faster than a lousy night's sleep. Do you want to wake up refreshed without back pain? The Mattress Warehouse is having a 50% off sale. You'll want to act fast. This incredible sale ends next Monday. Half off on Sealy is a big deal. That's right. We've slashed our prices through Monday on quality Sealy mattresses by 50%. The Mattress Warehouse also has great prices on Stearns & Foster and Tempur-Pedic with three locations to serve you. One in Salt Lake at the northeast corner of 7200 South and State, also in Orem at 1497 South State, and in Park City in Redstone Village off I-80 at Kimball Junction. Call 801-562-BEDS. Call for directions to the mattress warehouse near you. The 50% off sale on Sealy ends Monday. Call 562-BEDS. That's 562-2337. That's 562-BEDS. Mattress Warehouse, where our stacks are tall and our prices small. Welcome back to the Power Hour. This is your host, Garrett White, here in studio today with my good friend, partner, strategic partner, friend, I don't know what you call it, partner. 
individual absolutely standing in power when it comes to the realm of banking. And it's been fun because it was years ago that I started sowing the seeds of banking and the possibility of banking from a different angle into Patrick's mind. And he's run with it in a direction and created possibilities in areas I just never even fathomed. And so, Pat, as we left the break, we were talking about this idea of banking, but we're going to lead this banking conversation into insurance. But we need to understand then the four key principles. I'm going to say them again, and then let's spend time on each one for a second just to expand it for our listeners. We said leverage. We came from leverage to arbitrage, from arbitrage to compounding, and from compounding to velocity. Mm-hmm. So we have these four basic principles. Why don't we start with leverage? What are we talking about here? Well, leverage is just the use of other people's money. And I think if you look at banks, banks could not operate without the variable of other people. right? And those other people are us as consumers who deposit in checking, deposit in savings, deposit in CDs. But they also leverage money from the Federal Reserve and also other banks. Right, but you look at you know that's just a you know conventional bank like a Wells Fargo or, or Bank of America. But you get to investment banks, right? Where do investment banks get money to leverage or lend out? They get it from you know mutual funds, hedge funds. They get it from you know other other arenas as well. But the whole buying and selling of money is what commercial banks and investment banks are a part of. And the way in which they get money to sell is by raising money, and they obviously pay an interest on that. And that's the whole principle, you know, getting into uh, arbitrage. But leverage is just utilization of other people's money. Without other people's money, banks could not operate. Beautiful. And we'll add a real simple, simple lower line for, for the three, third graders listening or people like me when I first heard it. It's accomplishing more with less, right? And it's always using other people's something. Time, money, resources, systems, energy, thought process, knowledge, etc. Here for the banking concept, we're real powerfully into. We're leveraging other people's money. Dude, okay. Look at how much leverage Google has enabled. Oh, <laughs> Talk about doing Power more with leverage. less. You can find out. Yeah, yeah. I love Google. That leads a whole conversation to Google. Of Props to Google. Who the heck owns the internet? And it's nobody, <laughs> which was real weird for me to study. I was like, whoever owns the internet's like a bazillionaire. He'd be like way wealthier than Bill Gates because everything <laughs> Bill Gates does is for the internet. But anyways, whatever. So let's come back. We got leverage. Let's go to the next one because you were starting to segue into how banks do this now in arbitrage. Mm-hmm. So speak to us and expand this idea real it's, quick. It's basically buying and selling money. And so it's borrowing at one rate, earning a higher rate. So if a bank borrows money on a CD at 2% and then lend it out on a car loan at 7%, they collect a spread. right? And that's, that's arbitrage. That's where banks make their profit. Period. Beautiful. I mean, it's it's an easy it's an easy concept. You can look at investment banks, and you know, let's say you put money into a mutual fund or put money into uh, you know a four one k or a four hundred three b or any type of qualified plan, and you know the the fund manager, the investment bank, they earn commissions, they earn fees. You know, that's how they earn their money. Beautiful. Yep. So we got arbitrage laid out, right? Again, we're we're making a spread. So and we're going to talk about this in a minute here about arbitrage amidst the conversation of investing for banks. Because you mentioned they invest in a car loan based upon borrowing money from someone else or leveraging. Mm-hmm. But talk to me about the third principle then, compounding. What are we talking about here? Um, well, let's, I think compounding and velocity kind of go hand in hand. So okay. we know that you know, Einstein says that compounding is the eighth wonder of the world. And what's amazing is the twist that typical fund managers and financial advisors put on this. Now, Einstein didn't say when to compound. He just said compound. Right? So if you look at how people are taught to compound, they're taught to compound yearly. Right? So they have 10 grand in a fund, it earns 8%. Whoop, they earn $10,800 and then the next year, now they're earning money on more money. So basically compounding is earning interest off of interest. Okay? Right? Does that make sense? Yep. But if you look at how banks compound, that's where, you know, the principle of velocity comes into play. Cuz banks don't realize their interest annually. Even though they have an annual percentage rate, they don't necessarily realize their profit at the end of the year. They realize their profit monthly. All of their 
car loans, credit cards, mortgages, everything is structured so that they realize a monthly payment on a monthly basis. And then going into velocity is taking that monthly payment and reinvesting it in something else that has a monthly payment or a monthly outflow of money. So that that type of compounding is more of a you know multi-dimensional compounding, whereas with you know a typical fund like a four hundred one k or a mutual fund, how that compounds that's done you know more one dimensionally, and it's a lot slower rate of compounding. How banks compound is profound. If you know how to use Excel and you know how to use an HP twelve C, man, you can you can. There'll be more zeros out there that, that, that fit on the screen. <laughs> so we can see then the four major principles of banking. We're talking about leverage, number one. Number two, arbitrage. Number three, compounding effects mm-hmm. of interest upon interest. Mm-hmm. And then number four, the idea of velocity or the constant movement or motion of money yep. into one asset, back in, back out to another asset, back in. Everything based upon cash flow. Yep. Cash flow, which I think one of the phrases at, at Paradigm Life is really the, the idea of turning assets into cash flow. Absolutely. Right, which is kind of you guys, you're underlining. Um, comment here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got these four basic principles. We've got about a minute before we go into break again. Um, let's set the context again for our kind of takeaway. Sure. Now, I know that there's some different areas in which I mean, people don't typically look at banks as investors. No. They look at banks as just kind of these mystical institutions that have suckers and give them money <laughs> after they give them money. But <laughs> but you guys teach these ideas, these four principles immense really four areas of banking. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't you give us a taste and a tease real quick for those in the next 30 seconds before we go to break? So pretty much all investment banks and commercial banks, um, they have all of their products underneath four areas. The first area is unsecured. Second area is secured. Third area, third area is business. And then the fourth area is what's called bully. Beautiful. So in order to find out what's going down with the investment portfolios of banks, And trust me, again, we're modeling the most successful institutions in the whole wide world, and it's not Donald Trump. Donald Trump's just figured out how to play the game of banking. It's not Robert Kiyosaki. He figured out how to play the game of banking. And even Bill Gates figured out how to play the game of banking because it's exactly how Microsoft blew up. So stick with us. This is the Power Hour. We're going to come back, and we're going to speak about the four key areas now based on the four key principles of banking. End up on Boley. You gotta find out what bully is. If you're not sure, it has nothing to do with bowling balls, pinballs. It's not a virus. Either, it's not a virus. <laughs> Stick with us. This is the passion. Garrett White and Patrick Donahoe will be right back. AM 630 KTKK. Hey, this is Dan the Laptop Man from PC Laptops. Here's what happened to poor Jimmy who got one of those other brands of computers for school. Uh, Mom, Dad, I started drinking heavily. I don't shower anymore, and I'm dropping out of school because my computer's broken, and it's been mailed away to Chumbawamba for months. Help me! Here's what happened to Bobby, whose parents bought him his computer from PC Laptops. Mom, Dad, I hit the honor roll and got a full-ride scholarship. Also, I've been eating my veggies, and I'm working out five days a week, and I feel great. Those guys at PC Laptops take care of me in person so I can focus on success at school. Thanks, Mom and Dad, for my PC Laptop. So get your back-to-school notebook and desktop computers from PC Laptops. Bring in your student or staff ID and get $100 off any new computer. Plus, to make it extra crazy, we're doing zero down, zero interest for one year on any new computer. OIC. We've got eight stores to serve you, so get on down, because at PC Laptops, we love you. 
Considering a water or air treatment system for your home or business? You'll save big money when you call Larson's Water and Air. Through June, Larson's Water and Air has slashed their already low prices on water and air filtration systems. Compare Larson's Water and Air filtration product line and prices to any one of their competitors and save big. That's right, one call can save you hundreds of dollars. Larson's Water and Air always offers quality name brand filtration systems and excellent service at low prices. There's no need to suffer from dry, itchy skin. Protect your household plumbing and appliances. Save money on soap and detergents. Call Larson's Water and Air Filtration, 878-9595. The number is 878-9595. Ask about their fine soaps and laundry detergents engineered for treated and soft water. You'll save big with these environmentally friendly products, and Larson's Water and Air will happily deliver your order directly to your door. Call 878-9595. Larson's Water and Air, offering quality name brand water and air filtration systems, excellent service, and low prices. Welcome back to the Power Hour. This is Garrett White, your host today. Garrett Gunderson is not with me. He's in L.A. right now, actually on stage at the CEO Space Conference, speaking about powerful principles found in the book Killing Sacred Cows. Now, let's get back into our conversation. Myself and Patrick Donahoe again. We have been discussing, we've covered the four principles of banking. Number one, leverage. Number two, arbitrage. Number three, compounding effects of interest. And number four, the powerful tool of velocity. Now, with those four, we start heading into the four areas of the portfolios, basically, of banks. Mm -hmm. Because banks operate on these four principles, but then they invest or they play the game of investing Mm -hmm. after using these principles in four specific areas. So Mm -hmm. let's review them and expand them real quick. So again, it's it's unsecured types of lending, secured types of lending, business types of lending, and then uh, bully, which we'll get to. I like a little teaser out there. So any, you know, you look at all bank products, you know, whether it's a, a, a credit card or a personal loan, you look at, you know, mortgage or an automobile loan. Again, they're going to fall under under these categories, if you will. Uh, so unsecured lending, credit card, perfect example. You look at some of the bankruptcy laws that were changed, uh, you know, a couple years back. And what started to happen is that people were way too much in debt. And so they actually increased the percentage of minimum payment they had to make. So if you look at it, oh yeah, that gets a person out of debt a little bit quicker. But how do the banks, how do they, how do they benefit from it? So they, they have a higher monthly payment now. You know, right. they, they structure all, uh, all of their credit cards, all of their loans to you know the highest cash value or a cash flow possible. Uh, then you get into car loans. If you look at you know the different terms of car loans, you know you, you see a commonality of interest rates going down. And the interest rates going da- go down, the lower the term. If you have a 72-month term, you have a higher interest rate. If you have a 36-month term, you have a lower interest rate. What they try to do is entice you because on a 36-month loan, your payment's much higher than on a 72-month loan. Okay, You look at a mortgage. Why do banks incentivize you to take out a 15-year mortgage with a lower interest rate than a 30-year mortgage with a higher interest rate? Well, a 30-year mortgage has a payment that is much lower than a 15-year mortgage. The payment on a 15-year mortgage is about one-third higher. Right? So yeah, you're paying your house off quicker, more money's going to principal, but 
you know, there is a benefit to you, but you know, as far as a teeter totter is concerned, where is the balance? Is the balance of value toward the bank or toward you? And you know, I would argue toward the bank. So, well, th- so that's you know, that's if you look at those areas, unsecured and secured, you know, those are it, it's pretty simple to understand. So we've got these two areas of unsecured. Give us an example of what an unsecured investment would be for the bank. Okay, it has it has no collateral. So a credit card or a personal loan. That's a great example of an unsecured loan. Right, and so we're saying I mean huge amounts of credit card debt in this country. Trillions. Um, now, when a bank makes the the investment in unsecured collateral, non collateralized investment, mm-hmm. d- they're taking on more risk. Absolutely. Hence the reason why we see what. Yeah, higher, higher rate of default. Higher rate of default, yep. higher rates of Higher return. interest rates too, yeah. Right, okay. So we have the, the unsecured situation. Really, the only thing in those situations that are really collateralized against is credit. Sure. Okay, so we move then to secure. Talk yep. to us about secure collateralization. So, so secure, there is, there is collateral. And so if there is uh, some sort of default, then yes, the bank can you know, recapture that piece of collateral, whether it's a car, whether it's a home, or land, or whatever. Perfect. So they got something outside of just personal credit that they've got something they can stick to physical, mm-hmm. car, home, land, boat, yep. whatever. Yep. And so all these would be considered secure mm-hmm. um, type situations or secure investing versus unsecured because we're now collateralizing against something physical they can take in case you default. Yep, absolutely. Now, the, the rates and situation or the cost of that money that they're willing to invest out, is that money cheaper or more expensive on secured stuff? Yeah, secure interest rates are, are, much, are much lower, much lower. Okay. And right. Again, banks got more collateral, yep. got more security with the dealers, less risk for them. But it's it's cool to see the the level of diversification that lies there, because you know if they were just pursuing rates of return, they would just put everything in credit cards, right? right? But they look at you know the secured side and they have to diversify because they're they're not naive. They know that there's going to be some level of default amongst their amongst their credit cards and even you know amongst their collateralized uh, collateralized debts, which is you know what's going on with the mortgage industry right now. But Beautiful. it's way, that, uh, that's probably another topic, but that's blown way out of proportion. People think that sure. you know, the whole whole country is going into foreclosure. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny percentage. But anyway, that's that's for another day. Another, another day, another, another day. conversation. <laughs> yes, doom and gloom is the business that the news is in. Yep. They're always going to talk to you about what's going to break down. Yep. So let's say, good, then we got our first two areas. We've got sure. non-secured, we've got secured, yep. right? Or non-collateralized and collateralized mm-hmm. investments. Mm-hmm. Now, the third area, which was business. Which is business, right? There's, there's seldom a small business or a large business that gets started with their own money, right? They use other people's money, whether they go public and raise capital through shares or they use uh, you know, different bank financing. And so underneath the business umbrella, you find both unsecured and secured. Right, and so you can get unsecured business lines of credit to buy inventory, to buy material, to pay for marketing, etc. Uh, but you also have secured, which could be collateralized against inventory, could be collateralized against the property, um, you know, etc. But underneath this business umbrella is you know kind of the foundation of businesses. Without that type of funding, small businesses and large businesses would not be would not be able to uh, you know to be in business or to prosper. Well, and the big issue for businesses in, gen- in general is never a net worth statement issue. <laughs> It's a cash, it's cash flow, flow pure cash issue, flow. Right? Yep. And so hence it can go to directions like raising capital uh, within an IPO situation or taking my company public yep. or within going to the banking institutions and borrowing money directly from them. Yep. Right. So, okay, so we've got three areas covered and our fourth area is what we call bully. Now, we got yep. about 45 seconds or so before we go to our next okay. break. 
So give us a little taste of what we're talking about here, and then we're going to come back and spend the rest of our conversation today in the Boley Quadrant, because this is actually the largest area that a bank invests in and holds resource in. Yep. What are what are we talking about here? The, with bully. The biggest biggest banks. So the top five banks. You can even argue the top twenty banks between twenty five and forty percent of their portfolio is in cash value life insurance. So bank owned life insurance is the acronym Bully. So bank owned life insurance. You go onto the SEC's website. You look at the company filings of these companies, and it shows you the actual amount of money that banks have in yes life insurance. Now it's not face value life insurance, death benefit life insurance, which you know is important to a bank, it's cash value. They list the amount of cash value they have on their books. Beautiful. So stick with us. We're about to spend the last 15 minutes or so, 20 minutes today's show talking about bank-owned life insurance, but more importantly, how we can connect this back to you mm-hmm. and what is in it for you as an individual. Stick with us as a passion. Garrett White and Patrick Donahoe will be right back. AM 630 KTKK. Brought to you by GM Goodwrench. Before you hit the road this summer, let the GM experts down the Goodwrench service lane take a look at your vehicle. Stop in today or visit Goodwrench.com. Is your present AC system or swamp cooler working the way it's supposed to be? It may be that it is time to have it serviced or replaced. After all, there is a lot more hot weather ahead. Call Hidden Canyon Heating and Air Conditioning. They're the experts in cool. No gimmicks, just great AC systems that use environmentally safe refrigerant. The most advanced technology in hybrid air conditioning systems. Most AC companies still install outdated systems that use Freon 22. Hidden Canyon Heating and Air will guarantee your home's temperature around the clock. And you'll save big money on your power bill. All this at a price that will make you happy. Financing is available OAC and they accept all major credit cards. Mention KTalk and receive your choice of a whole home humidifier or whole home air filtration system absolutely free. If you prefer, you can choose to have your new AC system interest free for six months. Hidden Canyon Heating and Air Conditioning offers quality service on existing systems. Check them out online at keepcomfy.com. It's so easy to be comfortable all summer long. Call 801-330-5183 today. That's 330 5 Welcome back to the Power Hour. This is Garrett White, your host, with my good friend and co-host today, Patrick H. Donahoe, really taking us deep into this idea of banking, the banking principles, and the banking principles amidst the four principles of banking and the four areas of banking. We went through secured, unsecured, business, and now we ended our conversation on bully, which is where we're going to stay for the rest of the show today, or bank-owned 
life insurance. So, Patrick, let's kind of keep going this direction. First, let's give a lot more deep understanding to what we're talking about here in cash value, bank-owned life insurance. Um, and then when we come back from our, our last break here and just this next break, we'll kind of talk about how to connect this back to you as a person. Mm-hmm. But let's spend this segment really uncovering you know, this idea of bank-owned life insurance and why. I mean, what are banks looking for? Why are they doing it? What's going on? Well, it's, it's because of the characteristics that life insurance has. And so, I mean, this is, it's not a, uh, it's not a long time philosophy of a bank to, to, to buy life insurance. This is a recent phenomenon. This has occurred, you know, probably within the last 15 years. And it's really cool to see from year to year how much the bank owned life insurance part of a bank increases. It's, it's really neat. Um, you know, but basically they, they buy the insurance on, uh, their, their employees. Typically it's the top 35% of their employees, sometimes more. Um, but, you know, banks are not the only ones that have done this. GE is actually, so General Electric, they're one of the first companies that started to do this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then Walmart followed suit, and Walmart actually started buying insurance on all their employees. <laughs> and they got in some trouble uh, with that. They were actually sued, uh, taken to court. From what I've heard, it was, it was settled. Um, but they see value in the actual life insurance. Now, the banks are the owner of this insurance policy. They are the beneficiary of this insurance policy. Now, sometimes they have split dollar policies, and you know, some of the employees have benefits in the insurance. Uh, but most of the insurance, banks are the only ones that really benefit from it. Which is, uh, which is kind of profound. Uh, and so basically, uh, an owner of a policy has all rights to what's called cash value. And so the living benefits of life insurance is found in cash value. So cash value inside of life insurance is kind of like equity inside of real estate. Okay, that's kind of how I start to explain it. Because most individuals, when they hear the word life insurance, all that comes to their mind is death benefit, protection, right. which in and of itself is an incredible characteristic of life insurance, if not the most important. Um, but there's several living benefits that come along with life insurance, and that's found in cash value. Uh, so basically, the cash value of life insurance is, uh, is liquid, right? It's one of the most liquid forms uh, of money, okay? It's some of the safest forms of money. If you, uh, you, know, if you go back and look at Enron, right, and what happened with Enron, right? Kenneth Lay, who is the, you know, the dude that, uh, <laughs> that pretty much brought the whole thing down, uh, you know, he, was, he was indicted, and, uh, and before he went to jail, he actually killed himself. Um, but every, all of his assets liquidated except his insurance policy. And this was a split dollar insurance policy with Enron. So Enron actually paid for part of it and then he paid for part of it, right? But, you know, when he, uh, when he died, all the proceeds went to his life untouchable by creditors, right? So it's as equity or cash value inside of life insurance has a significant amount of safety. Now, there's also a tremendous amount of tax benefits when it comes to cash value. Some of the tax benefits is that the growth of the cash value is not taxed. The withdrawal of the cash value is not taxed. And then obviously a death benefit, you can structure it correctly uh, where there's no death tax that has to be paid on that uh, death benefit either. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty profound the amount of tax benefits that, uh, that ca- you know, life, insurance, life insurance has. And then um, you know, that's, it's not very you know, sexy, it's not very profound, but you know, those main reasons, those main, those main characteristics are why banks buy so much life insurance. Beautiful. So let's start tying this back then. We, we understand why the banks are looking for it. Mm-hmm. The banks are using it as a core mm-hmm. of what they're up to. Mm-hmm. It's become almost kind of part of their furnace. It's yep. part of the machine of, of this operation of being able to play the game in the, in the unsecured credit world mm-hmm. and being able to play the games in the secured real estate, real estate land and, and homes, mm-hmm. or excuse me, cars and boats, etc. Mm-hmm. To be able to play the games there. Also to be able to lend to secured and unsecured loans within sure. SBA loans, within business loans, etc. Yep. But the core furnace for more and more banks now is becoming this permanent dividend paying cash value 
life insurance. Bingo. Now, the specific types of tools that most most of these banks are using is what? What type of insurance product are they using? Um, they use various types. Uh, you know, they do use some universal product, universal life products. Uh, they also use uh, whole life products. But the bottom line is they use permanent life insurance. They don't use term insurance. They use permanent life insurance. So let's distinguish between the two really quickly, just in case we got new listeners that were on with us here a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a term policy and what's the di- and a cash value policy? So basically, term policy, you're renting a death benefit, and you're renting it for a specific period of time, whether it's a 10-year term policy, 20-year term policy, 30-year term policy. They even have 100-year term policies now. Um, but no cash value is built up in that insurance policy. It's basically you pay for pure death benefit, pure insurance, and nothing else. With a whole policy, the premiums are a little bit higher, okay, but you actually start to accrue a savings component of the insurance policy, and that's in cash value. Beautiful. And so we're not talking about you know banks going out and bully life insurance. They're not, they're not buying massive 100-year term policies. This wouldn't serve a whole lot of purpose to None. them. Well, not, they're not using this as a powerful tool of of looking at cash value within a policy. Bingo. Okay, perfect. So, so to show you kind of the scope, uh-huh. I mean, I think that's to show how much life insurance. So Wachovia is a good example. Uh, you know, they, they're worth around $30 billion. Their stock has fluctuated a little bit in the last couple of days because of some you know, restructuring that they've done. But they have uh, about $13 billion in just cash value life insurance. So that's like almost 40%. It's an insane amount. That's an insane amount of money, right? But that's that's to show you the scope. Bank of America owns even more than Wachovia. Their net worth is a little bit higher, but they own billions and billions of dollars of cash value life insurance. I mean, that's to kind of show you the amount that they have. So when it comes to applying these same principles, I mean, we can get to the basics and we can spend hours and hours and hours talking about how somebody would use these four same principles and these four areas amidst real estate, amidst, you know, different alternative investments against different plans, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, but our focus for today's conversation is on insurance. Mm-hmm. So if I'm looking at these same principles, leverage, arbitrage, compounding, mm-hmm. and really velocity, mm-hmm. then I'm looking at these four areas, unsecured, secured, Looking at business unsecured, secured, mm-hmm. and then looking at bully life insurance. Mm-hmm. How I mean, how do I start to play this game myself, mm-hmm. like the banks? I mean, people ask me all the time. Well, great, Garrett, think and act like a bank. That's genius. We appreciate it. <laughs> but how exactly do I go about doing that? And sure. we got about thirty seconds so here until we go to break. Mm-hmm. But why don't you give us a little bit of a teaser here on, on how somebody actually goes about doing and being able to do this? Well, I think today uh, a lot of people are suffering because of what's going on in the market. I mean, I don't know many portfolios that are actually in the positive. S&P is in the negative. Dow Jones Industrial Average is in the negative. I mean, a lot of people's portfolios have lost a lot of value. And you, know, you can say in those por- portfolios there's a lot of diversification. Not really. And, and, I, and we can, that would take a whole other radio show to argue that. Um, but I think, I know, looking at all the different areas of banking, they know how to properly diversify. They understand when to take their profits and what to do with their profits. Right? They don't put all their money in the high-yield credit cards because there's a higher rate of default there. They spread their money around, you know, around different, different areas. But yet they use a core product of bank-owned life insurance. And you know, it's difficult to get into all the characteristics of life insurance today. But the certainty that life insurance has is the main reason why these banks are investing so much money there. Beautiful. So stick with us. This is Garrett White and Patrick Donahoe. We'll be right back to conclude this conversation this hour on Bully and how you can play the game of bully yourself, even though you're not technically the bank. Stick with us. We'll be right back. AM 630 KTKK. 
If you find yourself pregnant and you're scared, I've got some advice because I've been there. My boyfriend wasn't ready to be a father, and frankly, he wasn't all that interested after I told him I was pregnant. Some people told me my parents would help take care of the baby, but my baby still wouldn't have both a mom and a dad of her own. And that's really important to me. Adoption, it's about love. I didn't give my baby up. I gave her more. A message from LDS Family Services. Hi, I'm Ryan. And I'm Troy. We're the owners of Jolly Pharmacy in Sandy. We hope you'll take just a minute to learn about our natural hormone replacement therapy. There's a natural option. We offer compounding using human identical hormones, those your body produces naturally. Why would anyone use supplemental hormones with a non-human chemical structure? I don't know, Ryan. Neither do I, Troy. Jolly's is a name the Wasatch community has trusted for more than 50 years. You can count on us for all of your pharmaceutical needs and natural hormone replacement as well. Dental, pediatric, pediatric, and pain-relieving compounds are also available at Jolly's Pharmacy in Sandy. Tell your physician you want the human identical alternative for hormone replacement therapy. Remember, all compounds are not created equal. We use only the best quality products at Jolly's Pharmacy in Sandy. We're easy to find. All roads lead to Jolly's Pharmacy in Sandy, 9829 South, 1300 East. We'd love to serve you. Call 571-0201. Good people serving good people. Welcome back to the Power Hour. This is Garrett White, here your host today, this beautiful Pioneer Day, 24th of July in Utah, here with my good friend and uh, strategic partner, Patrick Donahoe, talking to us about the principles of banking found within life insurance. Okay, so we, we ended on Bully. We talked about how it's a powerful tool of cash value life insurance that a bank uses and why they use it. Let's end our show and end the segment today on, on really how and why somebody would go about putting this at the core of their own financial engine? Mm-hmm. Well, it's it's the utilization of uh, of cash values, right? And we uh, we like to describe kind of the what's called the money life cycle, and mm-hmm. it just shows you the different phases of your life, right? And how money applies to each of those phases. So we consider the first phase as you know your cash flow phase. This is where you get an education, you get a house, you get a job. Um, you know, you you basically start your start your life as an independent person. Right, and that's when um, you really start to have to have the discipline to reinvest some of the surplus. There's a there's a poison I think in uh, in our country of uh, of what's called uh, Parkinson's law, which is expenses rise to meet income. And today we're the consumer you know generation. We have to have the new iPhones. We have to have the new this. We have to have new iPods. We have to have this. We have the new cars, stainless steel appliances. We have to have the new carpet. We have to have the you know whatever X Y Z. Right. Um, and so, you know, if you look back to, you know, I look at you know, my finances when I first got married and it was like nothing. I, my expenses were nothing. And now I look at them today and it's like, holy, 
heck, what happened to that? <laughs> right? But and so you know, during this phase is when you start to what's called systematically invest. And you know, a perfect way to systematically invest is through a qualified plan or a 401k. Now, I'm not saying that those vehicles are good or bad. I'm just basically saying that the whole idea of systematically investing, automatically investing on a monthly basis, is uh, is what helps prevent Parkinson's law. And so, insurance is a great way to do this. Now, you have uh, what's called the accumulation phase when this money that you're systematically investing starts to grow. And during that phase, you know, there's ways in which you can, um, you know, put your money into whether it's in a qualified plan or whether it's a mutual fund or whether it's an IRA or you know, whatever. So we've shown through our model that it's uh, a lot better to have money going through a life insurance policy and cash value growth than it is into a qualified plan. Because obviously people today, you can lose money in a qualified plan. Money, your money can be lost. You can lose. In an insurance policy, you can't. So in which would you say, you know, we kind of we spend a ton of time blowing up qualified plans and yeah. mutual funds, et cetera. When we, look at, when we look at insurance and what you're saying really is, is that insurance, using life insurance, cash value life insurance, like an insurance company or like a bank does, uh-huh. uh, gives us more control, uh-huh. gives us more liquidity, mm-hmm. gives us more safety, yep. and actually increases our possibility of growing, compounding, and through yep. velocity, our profits. Yep. And we don't, we don't necessarily teach to grow your money inside the cash value. Uh, growth doesn't occur because of the interest you earn in there. We have another system that we like to use called infinite banking, which is a concept that was uh, conceptualized by Nelson Nash. But that's you know that, again, that's for another day as well. Um, but it's the utilization of that uh, of that money while you're alive. But you know this this whole process, and you know this is why you know as as I've kind of got into a more of a financial advising role, I've looked at other financial you know advising processes, and you know looking at a mutual fund, looking at a four hundred one k, looking at IRAs, I don't necessarily have anything against them. I don't think they're the most efficient products you can have, but I think it's better to invest in them and systematically invest, put money away, than blow it. I, I really do. And you know, it's that that's just that's just me. Now, if you're disciplined enough and if you really want to learn and if you really want to have a hands on role with your money, I think that, you know, the process that we have is, you know, bar none the best. And uh, you know, but again, I think, you know, the bottom line is being able to prevent Parkinson's law, being able to systematically uh, systematically invest. But utilization of cash values, as you were saying, that's, uh, that's key because that's why banks use it so much. So why don't you speak a little bit here? I mean, we got about five minutes till the end of the show. Why, okay. don't, you, why don't you talk a little bit about what – I mean, so I use this as a way to systematically invest, but this isn't really the big game. Mm-mm. I mean, it's, it's kind of part of the game. Sure. Death benefits part of the game. Mm-hmm. But the bigger part of the game is using kind of the banking side of things of actually utilizing the cash values – now, yeah. Uh, why don't you speak to that for just a couple minutes? Well, I'll, I'll give you just a simple example. Okay. Um, you know, basically, let's say you have money in a four hundred one k. Let's say you money have a qualified plan. That money's locked away, I and mean, you can't you can touch it. You have to quit. Then you have to take a pretty severe penalty, ten percent penalty. Then you have to pay income tax on. It. So it's you know most people because of those parameters are not going to liquidate their uh, you know their portfolio or their you know qualified plan. Right. Um, so basically, let's say that in that qualified plan you have thirty thousand bucks. Right, and you need to buy a car. Now you have the money to buy a car financially; it's on your balance sheet. It shows you have money here, but because you don't want to liquidate and pay all those penalties, you're going to go out and get a car loan, right? And that car loan is going to cost you interest. So there's a huge opportunity cost behind the interest that you're paying to a bank and the money that you're earning inside your plan, right? So basically, with life insurance, you're not set. You don't have these you know different parameters that you can't take money out. You can take money out whenever you want. Right, and so if you had a car, you know that you had to finance, you can pull money outside of your qualified plan, or not out of your qualified, your cash value of your life insurance policy, and actually buy the car. 
And then the infinite banking concept, which I briefly mentioned from Nelson Nash, is taking what you otherwise would have paid to the bank in a car loan, you would pay that back into your life insurance policy, thus paying yourself interest as opposed to uh, paying your uh, bank interest. I like it. So I know for certain that as Patrick was explaining that, and, and the game really only begins with the example of the car. I mean, when we start to look at how you can utilize this as a filter through for both the benefits of protection and human life value, as well as a powerful tool for really overcoming Parkinson's law, and number three, a really powerful tool for leveraging the powerful principles of velocity and compounding profits, I now can get $1 to create multiple benefits for me through protection, through safety, as well as through production. You know, and the whole phases that we talk about all the time is this phase of identifying self, becoming aware of self, identifying purpose, and in the purpose, creating a plan and then executing products to initiate and support that purpose. Okay, well, great. Here's a product then that allows not only the the protection of human life value, but also allows for the leveraging production of human life value and sole purpose at the exact same time, Mm -hmm. right? So how does someone, I mean, let's kind of end this idea. I mean, what, what does somebody do to, to learn more about this? I mean, you're, they're listening to this or listening to this on a podcast. I mean, well, what's the action steps? I mean, what, what does somebody do? I mean, do they come to my house and knock on my door? And No, well, we have How a— How you do? I let you come on my lawn because my lawn guy is out of the country for a while. Well, we have a couple of, uh, we have a couple of online videos. So we've done— uh, you know, some Camtasia's, which is a software where you can record a PowerPoint and you have audio and it, you know, walks you through a process. So we have a, if you go to the investors paradigm.com forward slash bank, then you can watch the video that I've put on and then it'll give you opportunity to learn, uh, to learn more. Beautiful. So the investors paradigm.com forward slash bank. bank. I'm going to give it one more time. <clears throat> www.theinvestors paradigm p-a-r-a-d-i-g-m dot com forward slash bank we have some camtasia videos there uh that you guys can definitely look at watch participate i'm sure after watching these videos if they like what they see uh there there's some some action steps that they can take from there that are going to be available on that on that site yep all right perfect so you know as we kind of conclude and we kind of wrap up here in our last minute you know the end idea that we always stop with they always begin with is the point that you must have a purpose behind what you're doing. Any product or any plan created without a pers- powerful perspective of possibility and abundance and a purpose we call sole purpose really creates no true power around any plan or product executed. Because again, at the end of the day, whether it's bank on life insurance, unsecured or secured real estate investments, or sitting in credit investments or debt investments, wherever I'm putting my money, if I have no clarity as to where I'm trying to go, at the end of the day, not only do I have very little power with the tools, but for all I know, it's taking me directly off the path of true production in my life. So, Patrick, I want to thank you for being here today because I know you're a man that stands in powerful place of purpose, a man who supports the cause that we're up to with Freedom Fast Track, we're up to here, and what we're up to with Producer Power Hour. You know, and I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, you know, any last ideas you'd share here in our last 30 seconds or so? Well, I, I think that, again, you know, reverting back to the statement I made in the beginning, money is a part of life. Right, and I think that everybody, when they want to invest, they have the same objective, which is to make money. And but people do it, you know, people do it blindly. They follow what their brother says, they follow what their grandfather says, they follow what their neighbor says. But there are a lot of examples out there of very wealthy people. There are a lot of examples out there of very wealthy institutions, and there is commonality amongst them. And believe it or not, they do pretty much the opposite of what normal people do when it comes to money. 
I love it. Well, I appreciate you for being with us here this first hour. Stick with us. We're coming back to the top of the next hour to talk about the powerful connection of the physical body and your soul purpose and how your body's either a limiting obstacle to expressing soul purpose in your life or a powerful catalyst. Stick with us. This is a passion. We'll be right back. Sign up now for a free month subscription to the Producer Power Hour membership, including an all-access pass to exclusive interviews and video workshops. Log on to ProducerPowerHour.com and use the promotion code TRANSFORM. Sign up now. Welcome to Producer Power Hour Radio, giving you the tools and ideas to discover your soul purpose. Discover yourself as Garrett Gunderson and Garrett White take you on a journey through the financial, spiritual, mental, physical, and social realm. Your life is now. Welcome, Matt. Welcome. Oh, holy cow. I'm distorting the microphone. Hello, this is Neil Bryce. I'm usually the warm-up DJ as uh, Garrett Gunderson and Garrett White are getting ready to get into the, the radio station, but they've got some stuff going on today, so in place uh, is me, Neil Bryce, the warm-up microphone DJ, and I've got a couple of special guests, Tony Davis and Gavin Ashton, who work right uh, with Garrett White on different things and we're going to talk to them about the producer power hour and what it's meant for them and like Garrett White said what it means as far as the physical realm and what that uh how that helps out with the spiritual realm so welcome to the show guys let me turn on your mic this is a a new thing for me so you guys have fun out there as we adjust all our equipment and everything so who's this all right thanks Neil this is Gavin Ashton I am sitting right here me and Tony Davis here we are the t- uh, second and third parts of what is affectionately known at Ingenuity Financial as Team White. We are on Garrett White's team. We make sure to, that his life is all coordinated and runs smoothly and sells perfectly. and that He can live his sole purpose every day. Nice. I'm glad you're doing that. That's, that's old Gavin Ashton putting out the shout. And who's over here? Uh, just to give you guys a picture, these guys are sharing a mic. We're lacking a mic here in the radio station, so what do we do? We're sharing it, so... Anyway, don't, don't picture anything uh, in too serious. We're just uh, both here a little bit. Uh, first time on the radio. Um, excited to uh, be sharing sharing some uh, information about the Producer Power Hour and how it's affected our lives. Um, so, yeah, get ready for a good show. All right. As we start this segment, I, uh, for those who are new to the Producer Power Hour, and we talk about it a lot, but we forget to mention what it is. So uh, if one of you guys could explain what the Producer Power Hour is and how people can implement it in their lives. I mean, it's, it's really simple. 
um, it's it's a way every day. You know those those days you have that uh, it just goes perfect. You know you, everything everything pans out the way you you want it to pan out. That's happened to me before once. Yeah, and and <laughs> and this is this is a, a system to use to be able to have those days every day consistently have that that perfect day um, within the the spiritual, physical, mental, social, and financial areas of your life. Um, completing, you know, they they all come together. You, if you're if you're lacking in one, you got to be able to bring it up up to the same level as as all the other areas. Keeping a balance in your life. Could and, you uh, go through those areas a little bit slower for everybody out there? Like you went right through yeah. it. We have the the spiritual, uh, the physical, mental, social, and the the financial. Okay, so five different areas. Yeah. Okay, keep going on it. Um, so, so yeah, just, just creating a conditions, favorable conditions for every day. And, and as you consistently do this, um, your, your week ends up being a great week, months, years, and, and your whole life ends up just being great. Instead of just living this random, mediocre life, you, you have a, a great life. And that's all it, it really is, is just a way to, to have control, take control of what you're, what you're doing. Now, when do you do this? Um, when do you do this power hour? You want to do the power hour first thing in the morning. Uh, the best thing to do is get up you know, an hour early before you normally get up and start doing something. Start doing something positive. For most people, and what I found most effective is, is start with a physical activity. And then um, I, some, everybody does their power hours different. Some people do you know, one realm per day um, on the fa- five days of the week. Some people do... Um, all five realms every day, just 10 or 15 minutes um, in each of the five areas of wealth per day. Um, whatever you want to do, but the best time to do it is first thing in the morning because the whole purpose of the power hour is to have a great day, to put on the right lens, to have a great perspective throughout the day. And so if you do your power hour at night, well, you've kind of missed the whole purpose. You go throughout the whole day as a wandering generality and you finish off the night strong. Well, the point of the power hour is to have a strong day, have a positive day, and create value throughout the day everywhere you go. And the way you do that is by doing a strong power hour first thing in the morning. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason why we have Tony and Gavin on is they've been doing the producer power hour now for how long, guys? How long have you been doing getting up in the morning and reading your scriptures, exercising? How long have you been doing that? Um, it's been about four, seven months now, eight months for me. Um, and, yeah, it's, there's times I miss, but I, I notice those days more now as – as I ha- experience the good days that I, when I have done a power hour, I notice the days that I miss because those don't go as smooth. I'm not productive with my time, and so that's that keeps me going now. Is as I miss, if I miss a day in the week, I notice it, and that gets me back going the next day. Okay, let's dig a little bit deeper into the hour of power, just so people know exactly what it is. I want you guys to just run through what you do personally. In your day, let's start with Gavin, and we'll go to Tony. Uh, what you do in your hour of power? Well, the first thing that I do is make sure I get up. That is the biggest, uh, the biggest obstacle. Very first thing in the morning. That's probably the hardest part. Absolutely, the hardest part is getting up in the morning, especially if you're going to do it an hour, an hour and a half, two hours before you normally get up. So you got to have some kind of system. You got to have some kind of plan to make sure that you're going to actually get up out of bed and do your power hour first thing in the morning. Okay, well, what do you do to get up? Because for me, it's really hard to get up. Even though the alarm clock goes off, I just throw it across the room. 
I just don't get up. I go back to sleep. <laughs> Even if my wife wants to wake up, I'm like, no, I like my sleep. How do you do it? Of course. Well, you first got to decide the night before that you're going to wake up and do your power hour. You've got to decide. So, and the night before, that's when you set the alarm clock on the, on the counter in the kitchen or you set the alarm clock on the dresser, you know, 10 feet away from where you're sleeping. So you can't just roll over and hit the snooze button and go right back to bed. So what I do is I just real simple. I set my alarm clock as high as possible. I use my phone to wake me up and there's all sorts of different rings that, you know, you can use on your phone. I get a ring that really annoys me and really makes me mad. It really just snaps me out of a, a sleep. So Doesn't really that start you off noise. in a bad mood, though? <laughs> it does for a second, but it's better than uh, the alternative, which is sleeping in and, and spending the whole day in a bad mood. <laughs> That's true. Okay, now after that, what do you do? So after that, I uh, get up and I always get a drink of water or I get some fruit in me. I always want to get some kind of calories in me because the first thing I do is I want to go work out. And it's different every day. Sometimes I get super ambitious and I go to the gym and I run on the treadmill in the morning. Sometimes I'm not too terribly ambitious. I just go on a walk for around the block. Uh, it's different every day, but there's something physical I always do. And that, that makes sure that I always get my blood flowing and I'm in the right mindset to move to the next area. Okay. Well, let's stop there and let's turn uh, over to, to Tony. Tony, what are you doing? <laughs> Well, the th- the thing, the biggest thing for me is, is like Gavin, get up and at least an hour before I try to get up um, more than an hour before I have to go to work uh, or do anything that what I'm doing that day. But the biggest thing for me to uh, to be able to get up is have a reason why I'm doing the power hour, and and the main, I mean the main reason is just I I don't like having bad days. I mean who does? So I I see it. As I've done it, I experimented with it at first, not really knowing how it was going to affect my life. But I've always kind of done something similar um, as far as working out early in the morning, gotten in the habit of, of getting up early and working out. So that's what I, I do first. And still, I even with a reason why, I still struggle, um, have that conversation with myself as I'm laying in bed, it's get up or, or sleep in, you know. So being seven months into it, you still get that same uh, same thing in the morning where it's a battle? Oh, definitely. I mean, I that's never going to go away. That that ego self is just constantly trying to pull me down, make me sleep in, miss out on on the best part of my day. Okay, now what's next? What do you do? So so I I get up. My wife usually has to help me do that. She's a morning person. I'm not. Um, so I'll I'll usually uh, go to the gym. That's and and lift weights. That's my favorite thing to do. Um, to get to wake up. I get my whole body do a whole body workout. Um, but it, it changes. I sometimes will go play basketball in the morning or I will, I'll go run. So it's just something that I can push myself in. I, I've noticed for me, like, like Gavin likes to take a, take a walk for me, that doesn't do it. I got to push myself to, to where I've been before, but for, and, and possibly further. If I, if I go less than what I, what I'm used to physically, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. So so I I after the gym I'll come home and I'll find a place I got the blood pumping now I got to settle down a little bit you know I can't be jumping around anymore as, as a as I've got to get focused on on the rest of my day. Um, okay, so, we're about to go to a, a break in a little bit here, a couple minutes. So I want you to just explain to everybody what the producer power hour membership is and what they can do to join and how they can try it out for free. Sure. Well, you might have to tell them how to try it out for free, but uh, the Producer Power Hour membership, uh, what it is is you go to www.producerpowerhour.com, 
And there you're going to find a ton of resources for you, a ton of content that you can access every single day in your producer power hour at the first thing in the morning. Now, it's been a huge tool for me. It's so, I love it. Um, every day, Monday through Friday, you get weekly emails uh, that are sent to you every single, it's easy, usually like really, really in the morning, like one or two in the morning, you get them sent. So guaranteed, they're going to be there for you when you wake up to do your power hour. And what these are, these weekly or these daily emails, it's just a little kind of a, an insight or a thought for the day with uh, different, dealing with the different areas of wealth. You know, one day is physical, the next day is mental, spiritual, and so on. And it's just a little kind of a, a little, uh, not a little devotional, a little insight that you can think about. And then it gives you challenges. It gives you some action steps every day. There's two or three questions every single time. How is this applied to your life? How can you um, make this a part of your life? How can you make this teaching? Or, or how are you doing in this area of your life? It's been really effective because the, not only are the insights really good, but the questions really challenge you. They really make you think. They're not just some softball questions that you could just uh, bypass and not think about. It's really amazing. That's just part of it, too. There's a lot more to the, there, the membership, right? There's, there's audios, more. videos. Tons like, more. It's and incredible. Tons more. And I don't, I don't know exactly what uh, time we go into the break, but uh, maybe a little bit after. But that's, yeah, that's just the daily emails, and there's tons of content. In that. And maybe a little bit uh, afterwards we can talk a little bit about all the other stuff that's in the Producer Power Hour membership as well. Okay, for all you guys out there that are interested in joining for free for a month, go to ProducerPowerHour.com forward slash trial producerpowerhour.com forward slash trial. Okay, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to us. Now you got yourself two good hands. And when your brother is trouble, you gotta reach out your one hand for him. Cause that's what it's there for. And when your heart is trouble, you gotta reach out your other hand. Reach it out to the man up there. Cause that's what he's there for. Take my hand AM 630 KTKK. Investors, today's economic and political instability means it's more important than ever for you to create financial protection and upside potential. How can you do it? With an investment in gold. I'm Mark Alberian, president of Goldline, the nation's trusted source for gold and silver since 1960. Our clients have seen gold and silver more than double in the last three years, and many experts are predicting even greater increases. We make it easy for you to add gold and silver to your portfolio for as little as $1,000. I'm talking about real gold and silver, shipped to you with no sales tax or delivery fees. Find out how gold can protect you from inflation, a falling dollar, and world unrest. Call Goldline right now and I'll send you a free investor's kit and CD. Call 1-800-TAP-GOLD. 1-800-T-A-P-G-O-L-D. Call Goldline right now for your free investor kit and CD. 1-800-TAP-GOLD. 1-800-TAP-GOLD. Remodeling your home? Here's a tip that'll save you time and money. Contact the experts at Practical Flooring Solutions. Come on down to their showroom, where you can browse through room after room of beautiful flooring. It's like stepping into the home of your dreams. View your options. Installed. Just like it will appear in your newly remodeled home. Practical Flooring Solutions is locally owned and operated. You've likely seen one of their ads in Hometown Values Magazine and Money Mailer. Now come on down and view their vast selection of carpet, tile, vinyl, and wood. There's also a wide variety of natural stone, travertine, and slate to choose from. All at wholesale prices. Right now, you'll find laminate 
permanent flooring. Selling elsewhere for $1.29 a square foot. For only 99 cents at Practical Flooring Solutions. Order 500 square feet or more of any floor covering and save 25% on the area rug of your choice. Financing available. OAC. Call today. 561-7555. That's 561-7555. Or come on in. They're located at 9119 Monroe Street in Sandy. Just off I-15 and 90th South. I'm trying out for American Idol. Uh, I think that's this week. So I'm just getting my practice in, you know, and everything like that. Anyway, this is Neil Bryce with the Producer Power Hour. I've got with me uh, Tony Davis and Gavin Ashton. And we just finished talking about the first part of the Power Hour. And I don't know why I'm like sounding like echoey, but that's just the way the microphone is today. So you guys will have to deal with it for right now. Anyway, um, the last break we talked about the hour of power, what it is, and getting up in the morning and basically feeling good for the rest of the day. And uh, starting off with physical exercise, that gets the blood pumping, the head clear. Uh, what goes next with you guys? What do you do after that with your power hour? Uh, like, I, like I was saying, I... I get home from from working out, uh, exercising, whatever I did for my physical, um, and then then I'll settle down and I'll I'll go into into uh, into the room where I meditate. I, I do this in the same spot, same time, and and I change up the music, but try to do it for the same amount of time. But I, I'll sit down and meditate, and and just get my mind clear, um, focused, and, and then. I like to allow a couple of thoughts just to go through, and I kind of—it's kind of a sorting out for me, sorting all the thoughts that I have, uh-huh. keeping keeping the ones there that that are useful for me, and then just forgetting about the other ones that that aren't useful. Go a little deeper into meditation and what, like, because a lot of people hear meditation and they think it's some hokey thing that only uh, you know. People from the '60s did, or something like that. You know, what is meditation, and like, is it pondering? Well, what's meditation? Well, I'll, I'll kind of give a, what uh, my perception or what my view is, and maybe it'll help some of the this listeners. This is Gavin, by the way. Sure. <laughs> you guys sound the same, so I'm sure Tony everybody's confused same. on who's no. talking. <laughs> Tony's Tony's got much deeper voice than me. If uh, we had a video camera, you could see that he has a massive beard, and I have nothing. So, anyways, what meditation is is. It's the, it's the same kind of thing for the body, the, and we're going to talk about this a lot more, but the reason that you do the physical part is to get control of the body, to get control of that part of you that just wants to sleep. The meditation is getting control of your mind. Uh, we, you know, all of us have a mind, but we're not always in control of the mind. I mean, think how many times you've just been driving down the road and all of a sudden some crazy, horrible thought comes into your mind. I mean, you didn't choose that thought to come there. You didn't choose... For that uh, to come into your mind, it's just it just comes like and there's that happens all the time. Just thoughts come into our mind, bam, 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 just left and right, left and right. And so the purpose of meditation is to try and get control over that and try and slow down your mind and try and get to a piece, a place of just calm stillness where you can just think and you can just relax, you can just 
create and be creative and not have to worry about all the millions of thoughts that barrage your mind every day. The thing that keeps coming to me is uh, <clears> the <throat> way you guys are talking about this. This, this uh, hour of power just brings you peace for the rest of the day and, and settles your mind, huh? Oh, definitely. And, and it helps you just be more productive. It's not like you're just going to go throughout the whole day relaxed. But when, when a situation comes up that needs you need to be there fully in that moment to take care of that, that problem or whatever it is that comes up, that you're able to handle it in a situation of power and, and not of forcing it, but, but making the correct decision because your mind is clear and you are you prepared yourself for, for these, uh, these problems f- for the day. Yeah, it's getting in the right perspective because every one of us experiences tons of stuff every day. And it's just, it's not bad or good. It just, it just is. If I throw this pen at you, Neil, ow! It's not, it's, is that a good thing that just happened or is that a bad thing that just happened? It was good for you. It was bad for me. <laughs> it depends on the perspective that we Stand have. Stand right? up, man. <laughs> it all depends on our perspective. And so the, why, by doing the producer power, by gaining control of the physical, and then by getting your mind still and getting in the right place, now, as you go throughout the day, you're going to experience things in the right frame of mind. You're going to have like the perspective glasses on or whatever you want to call it, you're going to see things a lot different. Now, uh, once a month there's a meeting, right, that uh, people can go to to learn more about the Hour of Power, to meet with everybody. Uh, what's that all about? We've got about a minute till the, the next break. So sure, it's called, the, it's called the Hour of Power, and it happens the first Wednesday night of every month. So there's one coming up in about two weeks on August 6th at 7 o'clock p.m. Okay, now how do people register for it? How do they find out for it? Um, you can go to producerpowerhour.com and click on the, the events tab, and you can register there to attend live or on the video cast. And I know right now they're debating where to meet exactly. There, uh, Garrett Gunderson, the author of Killing Sacred Cows, is trying to get the Hour of Power set up at Barnes & Noble in Sandy, Utah. So we'll see how that goes. If that doesn't happen, we'll just meet where we normally meet which is 9890 South, 300 West in Sandy, Utah. And uh, we'll give you more information as we get going on this. So, But uh, any last words uh, as far as the spiritual track and meditation for you guys before we go out for the break? Um, as, as far as a lot of people seem to struggle with the idea of meditation, there's one way to, to find out is just experiment with it. Find, find some, figure out some information about it. And then experiment. Maybe go on the internet, you know, explore. Yeah, I imagine you could find some there. All right, guys. We'll see you in a little bit. AM 630 KTKK. Build it and they will come. Whether you're considering finishing your basement, a home addition, or a new garage, there's a name you'll want to remember, a name synonymous with quality and value. Boulder Creek Homes and Construction. Boulder Creek Homes and Construction, a locally owned and operated company, employs highly experienced craftsmen who are truly dedicated to helping you live your dream. Naturally, Boulder Creek Homes and Construction is fully licensed and insured for residential and commercial projects, but it is their attention to detail that sets them apart from the competition. These guys truly understand what you're looking for in a contractor, someone who will look 
look after your interest as though they were their own. When you want knowledgeable, dedicated craftsmen working for you, you want Boulder Creek Homes and Construction. They have financing options available for virtually any project OAC, and you'll want to ask them about their three-week completion guarantee on basement finishing. For a free estimate, call 35BUILD. Just remember, 35BUILD. Quality, value, and your satisfaction guaranteed. 35BUILD. You can count on Boulder Creek Homes and Construction. Breathe better, breathe fresher. Call 1-800-AIR-DUCT. Who knows what is living in your duct? We'll come and we'll clean out all of that stuff. You'll be happy to know the trained and certified technicians at Wasatch Front Home Services are ready to spring into action at your request. Wasatch Front Home Services offers mold removal, blower motor cleaning, air conditioning, coil cleaning, and duct installation and repair. Suffering with allergies, asthma, breathing problems, headaches, or excessive dust? Ask the experts at Wasatch Home Services about their summer special. They'll clean up to 10 vents, one return, and your furnace, and throw in a free basement mold inspection, all for only $99.95. For their $99.95 summer special, call 1-800-AIRDUCT. For a healthier home, call the guys you can trust. Call 1-800-AIRDUCT. Clean them up. Okay, I was trying to sing again. Anyway, this is Neil Bryce again with KTKK K Talk AM six thirty. Thanks for joining us. This is the Producer Power Hour Radio Network. Got Tony Davis and Gavin Ashton here in studios. They are part of the White Team, part of Garrett White's team, promoting the Hour of Power. And uh, Gavin, you had something to say. Well, I wish you could see us right now because me and Tony right now have matching Soul Purpose shirts. It is pretty cute. I wish we could go to Sears right now and take a family picture. Well, it's Soul Purpose. Yeah, that's a good question. That's another discussion, but... That that is another discussion. We go on about that for for a long time. But yes, we do look cute. Give me a short description of what Soul Purpose is. It's a combination of unique unique talents and abilities um, that, that come naturally to you. It's how you do things, what, who you are and what you do, no matter what role you're playing in your life. Soul purpose breakdown is basically do what you were born to do, right? Right, and, and doing the producer power hour first thing in the morning consistently and powerfully is going to help you discover that purpose and is going to help you uh, unlock that and live that purpose every day. Now, the producer power hour, isn't, uh, we do have a system and a program, but it's, not, it's something you can do for free right off. It's something that's been done all through the ages I mean, people still do it. I mean, it's been done since the beginning of time. People have meditated and people have exercised and, and got their mind ready for the day and for their tasks. But never in the history of time has people come up with such an awesome name as the Producer Power Hour. That's right. Those three names, <laughs> Producer Power Hour. So give us just a little rundown on the Producer Power Hour membership. Just 
just a hair, just a, what people are doing. Then we'll go into what you guys do, continue on with your hour of power. Sure. So the, the, the go to www.producerpowerhour.com. You can sign up and you can get a 30-month free or 30-month, sorry, 30-day free membership, trial membership. There's the daily emails that I talked about a little bit earlier. There's interviews with other successful producers and how they've implemented their power hour throughout their life and how it's affected them. There's books that you can only find on producerpower.com, like The Money Tree, which was authored by Garrett White and Gunner, Garrett Gunderson. There's The Economics of Soul Purpose, which is a compilation of stories of top, top producers and how soul purpose and how the producer power hours have affected their lives. And one of my favorite things and one of the, the things that I, I think is the most powerful part of the whole membership is the Hour of Power archives. Now, again, August 6th at 7 p.m., uh, location still to be determined, is going to be another Hour of Power. But the, every Hour of Power that started, I think the first one was in October or November of last year, they've all been recorded, and they're all on the, that membership. You all get that in the membership. So there's you know 10 or 11. Awesome. Ten or, totally awesome. 10 or 11 videos of there's people like Steve Denunzio, Lee Brower, Woody Woodward, Garrett Gunderson, Garrett White, uh, Ron Zeller. And just to let you guys know, these are all powerhouse speakers and people that have, are living what they were born to do, and they're awesome to listen to. Amazing presentations, every single one of them. And you can go there, and you can watch them as many times as you want. That's one of the big reasons that I'm even here in this seat right now is because I first signed up for the Producer Power membership way back in, like, February. And was working at a car wash, was, didn't like my life exactly, but I loved learning this stuff. I signed up for the Producer Power Hour membership. I started watching those videos, got hooked, got signed up for every program that the Producer Power Hour, the Ingenuity Financial, all these guys were offering. And uh, just became so involved in it that uh, Garrett White actually asked me to work for him. So, hey, look at that. So, ProducerPowerHour.com, ProducerPowerHour.com, ProducerPowerHour.com. Go to it. It's awesome. You're going to love it. Okay, so let's continue on this discussion and what you guys do in the morning for your producer power hour. We started off with physical exercise to kind of calm down the body and uh, get things moving, clear the mind through meditation. What's next? Um, next, after I've calmed down from the meditation, I, I like to, to grab a, a good book. Um, something I, like I want to learn about, be it about finances, read Killing Sacred Cows, um, a spiritual book, maybe read read some scriptures, um, or some days I, I like to just read about sports, catch up on sports. That's and and there's I, I learn a lot from that. I I read the stories in ESPN magazine about people who have have had struggles and breakthroughs, and that's the power hour is a key for me to to have breakthroughs when I'm struggling. Just a side note: I love the pictures in ESPN magazine. Me too. <laughs> no, the pictures are awesome. Like, uh, anyway, <laughs> that's just on the side. The articles are good too, but I seem to always just look at the cool pictures in ESPN Magazine. Anyway, that's just off to the side. Okay, Gavin, what do you do? So I usually kind of go into the, the more focus of the, the spiritual realm where I study scriptures or uh, conference talks. That's uh, pretty much it. I, I get uh, as much information as I can, not just information, but as much feeling because it's yeah, there's, there's great stories in the scriptures, and it's the same with a lot of books. There's great stories in books, but it's what you're feeling when you're reading those books. It's what you're, you're receiving through the messages, through your heart, through the Spirit. It's not necessarily what you're reading with your uh, eyes or hearing with your ears, but it's what you're feeling. And so scriptures, conference talks, books, spiritual books of that nature, 
that increases your spirituality. And we're going to talk a lot about it probably in the next segment about this this spiritual power and this spiritual connection with your physical body and the physical world. But uh, that's one of the big things that I do is I go do some kind of activity that increases my spiritual power. So for everyone out there that wants to learn more, go to ProducerPowerHour.com. ProducerPowerHour.com. How do you spell that, guys? P-R-O-D-U-C-E-R-P-O-W-E-R-H-O-U-R-dot-C-O-M. You're a winner of the spelling bee! Woohoo! Anyway, guys, we're about to go into the next break, but remember, just log on to ProducerPowerHour.com. It gets you geared up for the rest of the day. It's like putting fuel in your tank so you can take off the rest of the day. So you don't have to have that normal job that you hate. If you do like washing cars, that's awesome. But Gavin learned otherwise. All right, we'll be back in a second. This is AM 630 K-Talk. Brought to you by GM Goodwrench. Before you hit the road this summer, let the GM experts down the Goodwrench service lane take a look at your vehicle. Stop in today or visit Goodwrench.com. Hey, this is Naya the Computer Girl from PC Laptops. My big brother Jake, the laptop boy, is at Scout Camp. Be never, it's okay if you like my commercials better. Okay, here it goes. Does your desktop or your laptop computer run yucky? Is spyware broadcasting your personal info to a bunch of psycho criminals in Chumbawamba? No fear, because PC Laptops is here. Did you know at PC Laptops, we can fix any brand of desktop or laptop computer? In fact, we're so good at fixing computers that if we can't fix your computer, we'll buy it from you. Do you know what's extra super? You can bring your computer to anyone at our eight stores, or we can come right to your house or office. Check us out at PC Laptops. Dot com or call us at one eight seven seven five nine six save PC laptops. We love you. There's something wrong with the world today. I don't know what it is. Something's wrong with our eyes. Things in a different way, God knows it ain't his. Hello, everybody, welcome back to Producer Power Hour Radio. Yeah, this is Neil Bryce, Tony Davis, and Gavin Ashton. We're talking about the Producer Power Hour and what you can do in your life. It's absolutely free, just get up out of your seat and do it. That's what it what it takes. So anyway, we've gone through uh, getting up in the morning, exercising, getting the, the mind and everything going through meditation, and then moving from there to mental, like learning some, some things like the ESPN magazine for Tony or uh, through scriptures, conference talks, things like that, something that uh, builds you and brings you up. 
So about this time in the day, how are you guys feeling? Oh, I'm on top of the world. My wife, she she knows she knows the how I am. I I have more energy. I'm a, I as soon as I get done reading, I jump up and I'm sharing stuff with her that I I had breakthroughs on that I learned, and and I'm actually physically sometimes I'm jumping up and down and just ton of energy. Nice. So let's bring it to the next step. You've done all those things. You're geared up. You got fuel. Now you need to share it, right? So what are the last two steps of the power hour you do in the morning? Um, the, the social and the financial, and I don't really do these in any order. Um, if I have to figure something out with my finances, whether just, I mean, figure out what I'm, bills are going to be paid that day, when I'm going to get paid, um, and just managing my money, um, just some, something like that. Maybe, maybe going through my budget and seeing where, where I'm at with that in the month. And then with the social, I'll, I'll send emails, um, text messages. Sometimes I'll leave a comment on somebody's Facebook or or a blog, um, and that, or, or even a phone call. Um, but I know a lot of people that that aren't up as early as that. So it's just showing people that you appreciate them, right? And that doesn't happen a lot these days. So when uh, you call somebody or email them, it's awesome. I did it with uh, my mom. Uh, one time she just, she replied back with a huge paragraph on how awesome I was. So it was really cool. Oh yeah. Definitely building those relationships. I, I, I mean, what, what do you do if you don't have a relationship with anyone? Does does anything else matter? And, and those are key for me. Relationships are awesome. What's really neat is some guys at the office, they, uh, go to this website called sendoutcards.com www.sendoutcards.com and they actually write um, you write your message through the internet and they how, how would you describe it they write it in your handwriting and then they mail it out to the person that you want to send it to right yeah yeah they can have a their their sign, actual signature um, on, on that card just through through typing up it and after you've logged I'm not sure how you, how they do it but you you write and they use your handwriting in in this typing. Now you want to make a difference in somebody's life, mail them a letter. Not many people get letters anymore, handwritten. It's a novelty, you know. It's email these days and when you get something that personal, that's a, you know, going to that social realm and that finishing touch of of helping people and appreciating. Oh yeah, a, a personal letter, not an email. Um I I had an experience had had a relationship that wasn't that great didn't talk to this person um very often and this person's very close to me and i i sent out a, a letter and actually that relationship totally changed have great conversations with that person now and and it was just simple as writing a letter that's awesome hey uh gavin what do you do as far as uh your social and financial the, well, the last two parts of that's the, pretty quick i just uh, for financial i just uh kind of Check my expenses, see where I'm at. Um, I do it probably once a week, just see how I'm doing on the month and just kind of make sure I'm aware of what's going on and so I'm in control. And then social, uh, same as Tony, just send texts and emails mostly, and that's just about it. I need to do that whole check your expenses thing because we tend to check it after we've spent it, and <laughs> that's not too fun. <laughs> okay, well, continue on this. What What do you do for, like, you're finished with your power hour? Um, how's your day look? I mean, you've done this now for seven months. Well, how's your day been? Day's been. 
Well, they've been they've been really good. They've been really positive. Um, that's the whole kind of part of it is to get the, the right perspective, like we talked about earlier, and to gain control over your life. And by doing the power hour every morning, you gain more and more control every single day. And so it's it's been great. It's uh, I mean, there's still things that. Uh, come out of left field that uh, are, you know, potentially could be obstacles, but, you know, doing the power hour gets you in the right mindset. So it's all good. Now, for those of you that have just tuned in, we are with the Producer Power Hour Network. We try to help people get up in the morning, get off the chair, get off the duff, quit watching Sports Center, or either do it with a <clears throat> treadmill or something. But uh, get in your morning ready to go. And uh, just a little synopsis of what the hour of power is. So people out there that just turned tuned in, Gavin. The uh, once a month thing, not the once a month thing. We'll or mention every that, day. but yeah. <laughs> okay. So what so are you guys every, talking about? You do we're talking day. about every day getting up and doing your power hour, which is doing something in the physical, mental, spiritual, social, and financial realm. And it could be for one hour. It could be for three hours. It's it's just all up to you. Sure. You can design your hour of power how you want. Correct. Right. That's right. Okay. Well, uh, Tony, you got something to say? Um. Just just one thing is is people tend to get. They they tend to to get uh, connected with just the the product or the actual the idea that it has to be done a certain way. I like, like you heard mine and Gavin's how we do it and and we are we're different. We do our our power our power hour different, and it's about making it fit for your life and what you want out of it. It doesn't have to be like ours. You could wake up and read scripture, exercise, and then read, and it doesn't have to be in a certain order. And it's it's all just about what you want to accomplish. And what's the whole purpose of the Power Hour? Well, the whole purpose is to find your sole purpose, is to figure out what it is your natural God-given gifts, talents, abilities are, and how to use those to serve others to create the most value for yourself and for those all around you every day. And from what I see in the world, those who are doing their sole purpose, what they're born to do, you know how happy they are? Yeah, you know, I mean, it, 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 brought, it brings a, a tremendous amount of joy and happiness into your life when you do the things that you love every day. I mean, it's pretty simple. And most people think that the only time that they can have fun and they can have joy and happiness is, you know, when they're after work or on the weekends or on holidays like today on Pioneer Day. But you can have joy every single day of your life if you figure out a way to live your purpose every single day. That's awesome. There's a lot of people out there uh, right now that hate their jobs, you know. And uh, just like you said, they're looking forward to that next holiday or that next paycheck or the ne- next weekend. And um, this is a way where you can enjoy just every single day of your life. So um, just to let you guys know, we're going to another break. Go to www.producerpowerhour.com. Producerpowerhour.com. We'll see you next break. AM 630 KTKK.
When it comes to global warming, some say we've got a real problem on our hands, and some say we don't. Most agree that our water and air quality leave something to be desired. Like you, Larson's Water and Air understands how critical good air and quality water are to living a healthier life. It is true that the air trapped inside our homes can be as much as 10 times more harmful than the air outside. Bottled water is expensive and often not as pure as we'd like to believe. Hard water is damaging to your clothes, dries your skin, and corrodes your plumbing and appliances. You deserve better than this. And And you can count on Larson's Water and Air to provide the best quality water and air filtration systems available. When you think of air and water filtration for your home or business, we hope you'll think of Larson's Water and Air. Known for quality name brands, excellent service, and low prices. One call can save you hundreds of dollars. Call 878-9595. The number is 878-9595. Ask about our fine soaps and laundry detergents engineered for treated water. One more time, Larson's Water and Air, 878-9595. Coming to Salt Lake City, August 2nd, we are excited to announce a brand new show, Fixing Broken People. If you have a problem that you want fixed, whether it be relationships, addiction, drugs, you'll have the opportunity to call me up on the air and you just might have the breakthrough of your life. Saturday, August 2nd, 11 o'clock a.m. and every Saturday after that. I fix problems, not issues. Problems cause issues. If you fix the problem, the issues go away. And that's why I'm effective. Gotta keep them separated. Okay, I don't know the words to that one. I have no idea to the words of that song. I just know it has the coolest start to it. That's why I put it on. So anyway, you guys, welcome back. This is the Producer Power Hour Radio Network. We're talking about what the Producer Power Hour is, and we've gone into Gavin and Tony into their lives on what they do as far as the uh, their power hours in the morning. I wanted to ask you guys, um, out of all the different things, the spiritual, physical, financial, social, and mental realms, uh, where you guys say to get up in the morning and do a little bit of each in each area, what's the most important? Like, is there a measuring stick that you should focus more on, or do you do, like, the, the same amount uh, in different areas? Well, here's, here's the way I look at it, Neil. Um, the things that I've come to learn, and, and everybody that's listening out there might not agree 100% with uh, the way I view it, but that's fine. Just try it on. Just see if it's useful for you. Is that all of us are the same. We're all made up of three parts. We are spiritual Skin, essence. eyes, <laughs> and we, water. We have a spirit, we have a body, and we have a mind. Now, one of these, there are no limits, the other two, there are limits, and that's pretty easy. It's pretty simple. Our spiritual beings are, and everybody has different names or different words for these. Uh, so I've heard God self. I've heard lion within. I've heard your uh, soul. spiritual man, your soul, your essence, your nest, whatever you want to call it. This is the part of us that has absolutely no limits, no limitations. We can create anything. We can create our ideal world. We can do anything that we want to do. But what is it that holds us back? The same, thing that, fear. the same thing that ha- everybody has. It's our minds and our bodies. 
these are the two things. They're great. Don't get me wrong. They're they're both they're a huge asset, but they've also got a liability attached to them as well. If I mean, think about it. Everybody's had this same thing happen to them. They get a great idea, or they hear a great idea, or someone gives them good advice, and the first thing that their mind does is they instantly come up with some kind of excuse or some kind of reaction, like I can't do it because this, I can't do it because that, and their mind starts telling them these stories of why they can't do it, and also they. If someone's trapped in these stories, they're never going to accomplish that unlimited potential that is is within every single person. And that's why it's so important to get up and do your power hour because you overcome the physical, the natural man, the body's tendency to be lazy, to sleep in. The mind and the body wants to be lazy first thing in the morning. And if you give power to your spiritual power, you're going to get up and you're going to do the right things. And not only is that going to do create uh, power throughout the rest of your day, but it's going to create power throughout the rest of your life in all areas of the producer power, in all areas of wealth. If you can gain control over the mind and the body, you can have power over your social relationships, all over your financial situation. It's the same across the board, but it's really easily expressed. It's really simple to overcome that by overcoming the natural man over in the physical and the mental realm with, with working out, and with meditating. And it, working out is the, the simplest for sure because you don't have to think about it. You just do it. So is this the key to doing like the craziest stuff you've ever wanted to do in your life? Because I know people out there, like whatever they think, they do. Like there's this guy in California. He's a movie producer. He wakes up in the morning and goes, what's the craziest thing I can do today? And does it. I know some people that just do like the most amazing things. I know a, a girl that she just had a thought. I'm going to bike from Arizona to Central America. Now that sounds <laughs> really extreme. But hey, if you got one life to live, live to the fullest. You know? Right, and here's the thing. That movie producer, that girl in Arizona, are they any different than me and you? Well, what are they doing different? Because <laughs> most people aren't doing that crazy stuff. Are they made up of those same three parts? Do they have spirit, body, and mind? As far as I know. <laughs> as far as you know. They might be robots to go that far on a bike. As far as I know. But... Uh, they're doing the same things. They're just, they've overcome those stories in their mind. They've overcome these limiting thoughts and limiting beliefs, and they're doing amazing things. It's the same thing with anybody. You talk to Bill Gates, you talk to Jack Canfield, Mark Victor Hansen. It, does, it doesn't matter. Anything who's ever accomplished any amazing thing, it can be on a large scale where the whole world knows about it, or it can be on a small scale where only you know about it. It's because they've stopped giving in to that natural man or to that you know, wuss within you that says you can't do it or I can't do it or whatever. And that's, that's, the, that's the power of having coaches and mentors. I remember one specific uh, coaching session I had with Garrett White where he said, Gavin, how, what's the farthest you've ever ran in your whole life? And I was like, well, you know, I've been out of shape for a long time, but I've kind of started to run. And so I ran like two miles. And he's like, awesome. You're going to run eight tomorrow and you're going to text me after the run and tell me about it. Holy smokes, what's the first thing that do you think that came into my mind when he said that? Um, expletive no. <laughs> I thought immediately, I can't do that. That's crazy. Two and eight is a huge difference. Well, yeah. the thing about having a coach and someone who believed in me and someone who, whose certainty and what my abilities were overcame my own doubt and fear is it helped a ton. He just said, look, throw a towel over the treadmill, go to cardio cinema, load up on little energy beans and... And uh, uh, what do you call it? protein bars and all sorts of stuff, and just running. Don't let your mind focus on 
the limitations. And that's all I did. I went to the gym, threw the towel on the treadmill, and I just ran. And I just ran and ran and ran and just focused on the on the uh, the movie and didn't let my mind get in the way. And sure, I felt some physical pain come up, but what happened? Just like with anything, you overcome those those that that obstacle. And also you're like, wow, I really can do this. And I ended up running eight miles that day, and it was I didn't die like I thought I was going to. I didn't die like my mind thought was. Although was it, it literally thought you were going to die, didn't it? Right. My mind thought I was going to die. My mind thought I was going to go to the hospital, but it didn't happen. It's just a story. And it's 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 really easy uh, to show an example in the physical realm because it's it's all around us. It's it's really easy. It's tangible. It's easiest for, to learn that way. But it's going on in every area of our life. In our physical, in our sorry, in our social lives, in our financial lives, in our in our spiritual lives. You know, it, 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 for example, in a social situation, if you're with someone that you love, and say they say something that uh, you know they don't mean uh, to be ill or, or to to slay you or to or to be rude to you. But, you know, it's just maybe they're just having a bad day. Well, instead of just lashing back at them and completely ruining that relationship even further, you know, you have the power. You can say, look, I know what's going on, and you can respond in a loving way. And you have control over that situation. And when you start to take control over your physical body, because that's the easiest, I think, you can start taking control in all areas of your life. Now, to let you guys know out, uh, out there, there's just the, the coolest people that hang out at Producer Power Hour. And we got an event coming up August the 6th, 2008. Register at ProducerPowerHour.com and go to the event section. There's just amazing people that are doing amazing things. And if you guys have always wanted to do something amazing, you need to come and check us out. ProducerPowerHour.com and then go to the events. April, August 6th. I keep on wanting to say April 6th. <laughs> August the 6th, 7 o'clock p.m., make sure and schedule a time there because so many people that come to that, they're, they're like-minded, they're thinking the same, they want to play these games that seem impossible to the rest of the world, but uh, you know they want to elevate and, and increase their life. There's um, Ron Zeller from Provo, Utah. He, uh, he works with us. The guy's 73, 74 years old, and he runs a 100-mile uh, ultra marathon. Yeah. Is that what they call him? Yeah. And so if you guys could think of something out there that you've always wanted to do since you were a kid, go out and do it. And the producer power hour, getting up in the morning, is going to help you do that. Sure, and it's not an overnight thing. And that's the great thing about doing the power hour is it's something that you can do every day. And then all of a sudden one day you're going to wake up and you're like, wow, I have so much more willpower. I have so much more commitment and I have so much more passion and, and I have so much more confidence in myself. And you look at uh, just me and Tony, like it wasn't a couple months ago that we were I was working at a car wash. Tony was working at a cabinet shop. Tony, you loved it, didn't you? Oh, definitely. No, I didn't. I, it, I couldn't stand it. It increases your self-esteem. If you have depression, it helps you overcome depression. Uh, it's amazing. Oh, for sure. And that's that's one thing is is uh, working at that, that cabinet shop. And, I mean, there were days that were good. But when I started doing the producer power hour, I could go there and I could be in power. And, yeah, there were obstacles that still came up that, I didn't like, but we'll finish. We're going to break here in a second. All right, guys. That's actually, this went so fast, it's the end of the show. But we appreciate you guys. Um, Go to ProducerPowerHour.com, register, become a member. Come to the August 6th event. It could be the beginning of the rest of your life. August 6th, August 6th, ProducerPowerHour.com, ProducerPowerHour.com, ProducerPowerHour.com. Have a wonderful Pioneer Day. Your life is now. Your life is now.
Sign up now for a free month subscription to the Producer Power Hour membership, including an all-access pass to exclusive interviews and video workshops. Log on to ProducerPowerHour.com and use the promotion code TRANSFORM. Sign up now. The voice of Utah. The sound of freedom. AM 630 KTKK Sandy Salt Lake City. This is K-Talk. For a store near you, visit TrimwinWilliams.com. Some exclusions apply. See store for details.